Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. This week on the podcast, we're sitting down with designer Regan Doley of Doe Adir in Stewart, Iowa. Regan's talking about how she's grown her business from a side hustle on Facebook into a full product line that's now being sold by national retailers. She's also sharing how her handmade focused brand is inspired by her love for vintage and why she loves to work with small shops and businesses in rural America. So here we go with Regan Doley. Well, we're here today with Regan Dooley. She's the mastermind behind Doe a Deer and from Stewart, Iowa. So Regan, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, we are both farm girls, actually both from Northwest Iowa. Um, What was life like for you growing up on the farm in Iowa? I loved growing up on the farm. My grandpa was a farmer and then my dad started working with my grandpa. And now my brother actually works with my dad as a farmer. And um, yeah, I loved it. I loved living in the country. I loved all the opportunities for little baby animals and different experiences like that, going outside and just playing and it just being like totally silent. I loved it. Awesome. Well, when did you figure out that you were interested in design and that it might be something that you wanted to pursue? Yeah. So I was a freshman in high school, actually, and I was taking a basic kind of computer class with our business teacher, and she kind of did a little graphic design unit. And right away, I thought, wow, this is something I really want to do, which was super surprising because I was not artsy at all. I hated taking art classes. I never got a good grade in them. And then after that freshman year class, I joined the yearbook class. And then my love for design kind of grew from there. Yeah. It's funny how like different types of design will pull it out of you, right? Yeah, totally. So when did the idea for Doe a Deer start? Gosh. So it was in college that I saw this jackalope painted on a door on this old hardware store. And I took a picture of it on that day. And then I decided later on after I met my husband that my business was going to be called Doe a Deer. And at that time I thought this will just be my freelance design business. But then I decided after creating my Facebook page for my freelance design business that I was going to just try out some products. And then, yeah, that's when the product side of Doe a Deer grew. So it actually really started on Facebook and that's how you grew your following. Yeah, totally was on Facebook. And then I eventually created an Etsy page And then my first real experience with selling my products was at a small town craft show in Panora, Iowa. So, yeah. Wow. I love it. So at that time, you were actually working a corporate job, right? Yes, I was. I was working as a graphic designer at a financial institution. Cool. So you had this side hustle going. How did you manage it all? I mean, it was good because my corporate job, it wasn't super creative. We had a brand guideline set that we had to follow very strictly. And it was, I mean, it's financial institution, so it's not yeah. anything super <laughs> creative. So this was my fun creative outlet. I've always kind of done design work on the side, so it wasn't really hard for me to balance. But as it grew, the balance issue definitely became more prevalent. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So what was it that finally made you decide to take the leap? Was there like a tipping point? Yeah. So at this point I was working at a different corporate job at Hy-Vee as a graphic designer. And 
I was just growing. Doe deer was growing so quickly and I was reaching the point where I would get home at night and I'd be working until 10 o'clock and there would be no work-life balance. I was working all weekend doing shows. And so I decided that if I was going to continue to grow, I needed to make a change and figure out a way to be able to quit my job just because I, I couldn't do it anymore. And I was going to have to either cut back on doe deer or make that change. So, and I wasn't going to cut back on doe deer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. So tell us a little bit about your style and the design side of your business. Yeah. So now um, my doe deer products are pretty much 80% or more, I would say, hand lettered or hand illustrated, which is super ironic because I was not artsy at all. I hated <laughs> my drawing classes. It was, yeah. So it's super funny now that that is what my design is pretty much built on. But yeah, I just try to keep things light and colorful and just like happy sayings and happy thoughts. I wouldn't put anything on a product or a towel that would upset my grandma. So yeah, <laughs> words to live by. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a very distinct design. I love it. Um, Thank you. What do you use for your inspiration? Yeah, I, I look at like vintage recipe books and I mean just being out in the world and like going thrifting into antique stores is super inspirational for me and just being around people that are passionate that inspires me but yeah if I'm like in a creative rut I'll definitely get on Pinterest and just search different like for different vintage fabric designs or stuff like old feed sacks and then I love looking at like yeah recipe books well when did you realize there was an opportunity for wholesale and how did you decide if that was a good fit for you? Because I know that's not something everybody wants to do. Yeah. So I really didn't even really think about it. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to create these products. Oh, I should see if a store wants to carry them. And yeah. so I just simply reached out to a few small town stores that I knew the owner and just said, like, would you want to carry my products in your store? And at that point, it was a consignment basis for, for those first few stores. So it all just grew from there. And then as people started saying, yes, my confidence built. So then I just keep asking. My whole motto with this whole thing has just been like, ask. The worst someone can say to you is no, and you'll never know unless you ask. So I totally agree. Well, tell us a little bit about Della and when she came into the picture. Yes. So Della is my mobile shop and she is a 1971 trailblazer camper painted white with blue and pink accents. Um, we also put salvaged Shasta wings on it, so she looks super cute. But uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so it was just random. I was sending my husband pictures of a camper, and I told him I really want a mobile shop, and he just was like, "You're crazy." But <laughs> eventually, I just made up my mind. Like, I'm gonna have a mobile shop, yeah. and he's really handy, so it was super great. We worked together to fix it up. I mean, he mo did most of it, but I helped pick out the interiors. Um, and I just was searching Craigslist and Facebook and I was trying to find something that was the right size and I wanted it to be vintage and something that was probably semi-gutted already. And it took a while, but then we found one on Facebook Marketplace for like $400. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it just, we drove up to Northwest Iowa and picked it up and drove home and yeah, we made a lot of changes to her and put in a lot of money, but it's been a huge asset to my business for sure. Well, she's a total draw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this past fall, you had the honor of being selected as a vendor at Magnolia's Celebration. Congrats. Yes. Thank you. What was that like? 
it was quite the experience. I mean, I, again, applied for that show totally on a whim thinking, oh, there's no chance that I will ever get accepted. But then I got the email and they actually were calling to request that I did bring down Della. And at the time I had applied just to have a a tent like the rest of the vendors normally do because I thought, oh my gosh, there's no way we can make it to Texas with this 1971 (laughs) camper. And they called and almost begged me pretty much to bring her down and just said that they just fell in love with her and that they thought it would be such a great asset to the show. And so we talked it over and figured out, okay, we'll just, we're going to do it. So we put our new tires on her and we made the trip, but it was an amazing experience um, just to be surrounded by such talented vendors and just amazing like Christian people that are doing awesome things with their businesses. And then also the events team at Magnolia was just amazing. I mean, most of them were middle thirties or younger and they just are so passionate about what they're doing. And you can tell that Chip and Joanna have created such an awesome environment to work in down there. And yeah, the rain, the weather was not good. It rained almost, it rained pretty much from the time we left Iowa until the very last day of the show. So that kind of stunk, but there still was an amazing crowd and it was, yeah, a very good experience. That's awesome. So did it shift something in you being around all those creative people? Like, did you come back changed? I feel like I did. I felt like I was so inspired and it was exciting that it was right before the holiday season when it's the biggest time for retail and for a product business. So I was really inspired and just excited to tackle the next few months ahead of me. Well, you have recently announced that your stationery is going to be carried by Von Mar Department Stores. That's yes. huge. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that and how that all came together. Yeah. So again, just reached out to the, <laughs> buy- this. the buyer for the gift area at Von Mar and she responded and said she liked my things and would hopefully be placing a purchase order in Q1 of 2019. So I just kept following up with her and sending her new updated product photos. And so then she placed her order in January. And yeah, I just got that out the door yesterday, actually. So yeah, it's exciting. It's going to be in around 30 stores, I believe. And it's a mixture of different notebooks, meal planners, and notepads. So something different. Normally people want towels. So it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just expanding all the time. (laughs) Well, you've also gotten to be part of some really cool collaborations. What are some of your favorites? Yeah, so gosh, last year I was in a subscription box with a pretty big subscription box named Third in Maine, and I created some custom lemon themed napkins for them for their box. So that was a really fun collaboration. Another one that I did was I created a logo for the governor for the Empower Rural Iowa initiative. Um, Her daughter had just seen my work on Instagram and I had done some wedding invitations for one of her good friends. So she reached out to me after she had talked to the governor and requested that I would create this logo. So it was really awesome getting to create something for Kim Reynolds and just all the awesome stuff she's doing in rural Iowa. It was a big honor for me. Yes, every time I go to those meetings and see your logo, I'm like proud. Yes. (laughs) She wrote me like a handwritten note and stuff, and I have it just like hanging on my bulletin board. It makes me smile. I love it. I love it. So yeah, tell us a little bit more about the design side of your business, because I mean, how I first came to know you was really more through your products, but you also do a lot of designing. Yes, I would say probably close to 50% of my time is spent working on branding and marketing material projects for small businesses. So I've done a lot for female entrepreneurs, but it's also been fun to work with some males too. I get a good mixture of what people are wanting for their design style. So yeah, I've 
work a lot with different small businesses that are doing handmade or trying to do coaching or different things like that on creating their logos. Well, one of the things that you've started doing recently that I really love are your heirloom towels. Yes. So the heirloom towels is a thing I launched just last fall, I believe. And so what I do is I can take either a recipe or even create just a totally custom design for you or your family or your store, even if you're a shop owner. And then I create the design and then have them printed with my towel printer and then package them up just like the rest of my towels and then get them to you. So it's been really fun to work with some different customers on using like their grandma's apple pie recipe and then being able to take their handwriting and put it on a towel and then illustrate around it so it still looks like my doe deer style. So that has been a really fun part of my business that I added and I'm hoping it will continue to grow. Right now I'm working on a custom towel for a realtor and they'll be using it as their realtor gifts when people buy a house. So it's really fun to be able to insert my products into situations like that that bring people so much joy. Yes, I love that. And I just think those heirloom towels too are such a fun personal gift. Yes. Like just a really cool thing. Well, I have watched as your business has just seemed to have this snowball effect, literally just picking up momentum with no end in sight. What is next for you and for Doe Deer? Yeah. So I just, I plan to really focus on continuing to grow wholesale this year and reach a bunch of other small businesses out there and small shops and I guess, rural America, because there are so many fun gift shops and stuff in our small towns. And I really love working with those shop owners. I just have a heart for that. And then, I mean, also it would be awesome to pick up another Von Mar type store, but yes. <laughs> yes. but I've, I've started with a small store. So that's definitely my focus for this year is just growing my reach to those stores and also just continue working with small businesses and makers and entrepreneurs on their logos and just delivering them amazing branding. Yes, that is so fun. Well, what would you say to someone who's currently working their side hustle with hopes of making it their full-time gig? Any advice? Yeah, so I have friends and people that tell me all the time that, oh, we just, how can you, we just don't love our jobs. And they're like, oh, but Reagan does. And it's like, just figure out what you love doing and then figure out how to make it a full-time job. I totally believe in that. And if you're passionate about something and pursuing it super hard as a side hustle, I say you just have to take the leap at some point. Like you might not have all your ducks in a row. I definitely didn't. I just kind of was like, I'll figure it out. If I have to get a part-time job somewhere, if I'm not making ends meet after six months, that's fine. I mean, have some savings prepared, obviously, and talk it over with your significant other if you have one. But yeah, I think at some point you just have to take the leap. And I think for most of us, it's definitely paid off. I totally agree. And did you have any sort of plan when you made that jump into entrepreneur life? I actually had it lined up that I was going to be doing some contract work for a small business. Um, so that gave me some security that I knew that I'd have at least some kind of steady monthly income for the next six months when I quit my job. So that definitely helped me. But it wasn't replacing what I was making at my corporate job. So there, I knew that there was going to be a lot of work to do still. But yeah, I was just fortunate that a lot of things happened with Doe Deer in those six months and the business has just continued to grow. But that it makes sense because when you're devoting all of your energy to a full-time job, you can't do your side hustle to its full capacity. So 
you can obviously expect that your side hustle can become your full-time hustle if you can devote your full-time energy to it. And I feel like that's especially true in a creative type of job because yes, you need space to think, to create. And mm-hmm. yeah, I know for me, it's opened up so much creativity in me not having the full-time job. Yes, it has for me too because... I mean, I was not employee of the year. Half the time I would be sitting at my corporate job answering emails about Doe Deer or researching different retailers I could reach out to. And even when you're doing those kind of things, you're not putting your full energy into it when you're supposed to be feeling like you're working at your corporate job and then you're feeling guilty about it. So yeah. <laughs> you know when it's time and just make the leap. Yep. 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 Can always go back to a corporate job. Exactly. I think that's important to note too is so many times we think, oh, this is forever. I make this decision and that's it. But it's not. Right. And I don't know that you'll ever regret at least trying. Right. I, I totally agree. And now that I've been doing this for over six months, I can't even imagine going back to a corporate job. So I think that no matter what it is, I'm going to always try to work for myself. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to entrepreneurship. Yes. What do you love about living rural and getting to operate your business out of, you know, your rural location? So I grew up in rural Northwest Iowa on a farm, and my husband also grew up in Northwest Iowa in a fairly small town. So we both knew that we were going to start our family and settle down in in a small town. And we needed to be close to Des Moines, or at least I thought we needed to be close to Des Moines. So (laughs) we settled on Stewart. And Stewart is only 1,700 people, but my husband teaches there in the school, so he's involved in the community, and it helps that he also lives in the town. He's also the athletic director. So I love small-town Iowa. I just I get excited about things that are going on, and when a new business opens, it makes me excited, and I want my children to have the kind of experiences that I did with going to a small school and getting to try what you want to try, and then just the community that comes with it. We've met some of the most amazing people living in Stewart and some farmers that would do anything for you. And I just, you can't, you can't find that necessarily in a city or make those kind of connections. So, so right now we operate or I operate Doe Deer out of our house, which is in town, but we are currently hoping to move to an acreage. So we are hoping that we can make that leap once our house sells. So then our, my, my Doe Deer workshop, I guess you would call it, will be out on our acreage about five miles north of Stewart. So perfect. this might not happen, but <laughs> this is the dream. Either way, we probably need to make the leap at selling our house soon because I'm just quickly outgrowing the space that I have with all the inventory. And yeah, we just, when we bought the house, we didn't realize that I would be a business owner. So yeah, but we'll definitely be staying in rural Iowa. I love it. Well, how do you manage that too now that you talk about inventory? Like there's a lot of different parts to what you do. How do you manage it all? Uh, a good accountant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, inventory is it's so hard and I'm still learning. It's just hard to have a product-based business because you invest all of the money that you're making almost always back into the business. And so it's just trying to find a good balance and then it's also hard because With printing, if you order in bulk, you get a better rate. And so I have to always be making sure that I can be, my profit margins are good for both wholesale and retail. So yeah, we have a lot of towels, (laughs) a lot of towels always. And we're always folding towels and packaging cards and notepads. And 
yeah, I don't have a great inventory management system. I kind of just look at my piles and see what's getting low. But yeah, inventory is a beast. That's for sure. And shipping. Yes. And shipping. That'll be the first thing when I'm ready to hire someone that will go. Yeah. I do not like shipping. (laughs) So have you Googled, has there been anyone who stood out like as someone who's helped you with that? Yeah, I guess I've just, I have a really great community with um, different makers that are in Des Moines and we've all just kind of stayed really close and have like a good Instagram group chat going and ask each other questions when we have questions about different shipping and different yeah, different thing, tools to use that make our businesses more efficient. So it's nice to have that community because otherwise being an entrepreneur can be super lonely and you, who are you supposed to ask these questions to? Yeah. I think that's so important. Yeah. And I do love to see how you work with a lot of different makers. And I know we're both friends with Rescue Junk. Yes. Who have also been on the podcast. Um, You have a little section now in their store with your products and tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So my relationship started with Casey and Jordana. Gosh, it was shortly after I launched Doa Deer with the products and Jordana just had found me on Instagram and she just messaged me and said like, we're neighbors and we would love to carry some of your towels. They're so cute. And this was like the biggest deal for me ever at the time. Like I loved rescue junk and I was a very frequent customer, but I had always just flown under the radar. I'd never talked to them before. And talk about those places that you can go and get inspiration. That's definitely one of them. Oh yeah, for (laughs) sure. That was always the number one place for me. So when she messaged me, it was like, oh my gosh, I just won the lottery happy. So (laughs) yeah, so my relationship with them has just grown through the wholesale part when they were carrying my towels and then we collaborated to have Della, my mobile shop, pop up there last fall. And then from there, we just kept brainstorming. I love talking to them. They, are, they have so many good ideas, and I feel like I have so many good ideas when I'm with them. So, yeah, we just had we had Della pop up, and then they approached me about having a little spot in their store just because our products fit well together. I mean, my products add some bright color, and there are also good little gift items mixed with theirs. So it's been a really great collaboration. I've also worked with them on some of their marketing materials and branding stuff too. So it's been fun. Yeah. And what I love about what you have to offer is every town I feel like needs to have that place where they can go to grab a gift or to grab something quick. And that's, that's exactly what you're creating and you love putting them in small towns. It's a perfect fit. Yes. That's what I try to, it's a good price point. I try to keep things at a price point that's reasonable for people with a low budget even. And gift giving is my love language. So I love thinking about how people can use my products as gifts. That's like the music to my ears when I'm at a show or when people would leave a comment when they check out on my website that they're giving this to so-and-so for a gift. I just love that. It just makes me just so much more invested in getting the order ready to ship or, you know, talking to them more about who they're giving it to. And I just, I love that whole thing. Well, it totally shines through that you are in your sweet spot and you're <laughs> using all the, those things that you're passionate about and that you're gifted in. And so um, it's fun to follow along and I just can't wait to see what's next for you because I know it'll be awesome. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Well, and I know you have such a heart for vintage. Yes. Um, ever since I was a little girl, my mom and I would go antique shopping. And then over the years, it's just evolved to more thrifting and garage selling and just going to different junk jaunts. 
And so when I started with Della, I thought, oh my gosh, this is the perfect opportunity for me to incorporate some of my vintage finds because they do pair so well with my products. So yeah, I started selling vintage with Della and then I just recently actually opened up a Facebook group called Doa Dear Hearts Vintage and I've been selling on my Facebook group and then just invoicing through PayPal. So it's been really fun. I've had several people that say, oh my gosh, Mondays are my favorite day because I know you're going to post your vintage. So it's, that's been another fun creative outlet for me because I do just, I love hunting for vintage finds and it is a huge part. My house looks probably like an 80 year old grandma's house because I have so (laughs) many like vintage things in it, but it makes me happy. So that's great. Yeah. (laughs) And I love that junk johns have become a really popular thing, but I think that's really important for a creator and maker to help get your products out. Like, has that been a big help to you as you've built your business? Yeah, I totally agree. The last couple of years I've had the opportunity of popping up with Della. I'm, the first year wasn't, but this last year was at JB Knacker on the Central Iowa Junk Jaunt, which is such a fun junk jaunt. I used to do it all the time with my mom and my grandma and my aunt and my cousins. We would go and be a part of it and just shop, but then it was really fun to take the other side and be a vendor popped up next to a shop. And yeah, it just it attracts a different crowd and a lot of fun people that love the same things that I do. So my stuff fits in really well there. And it's also been a great opportunity to meet other shop owners and build relationships as well. What's the best way for everybody to follow along with what you're doing? Yeah, so I'm pretty active on Instagram. That's probably my number one social media channel. So it's just Doe Adir Design. Um, And then that's the same on Facebook. And so I post on there as well. And then also on both of those places, you can join my email list and stay up to date with new things that I'm offering and get my monthly freebies. And then my website is just doadeerdesign.com too. And you can shop for products there. And that's how people can also reach out for design inquiries. Yes, both are on there for sure. And wholesale is as well. Perfect. Yeah. Well, Reagan, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Well, it's so fun to hear how Regan's business has literally grown overnight, and I'm so happy for her success. And her motto is one that we can all put to good use. Just ask, because you never know what that can lead to. Regan launched her new spring towels just last week and has another fun towel launch coming next week. So be sure to check that out on her website, and you can find links to that in the show notes. Thanks to Reagan for being on the podcast and thanks to you for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Have a great day, everybody.